Are you living a well-balanced life or you're working yourself to death? Learn how to balance the craziness of life and business on today's show. As business owners, we can tend to focus on the task at hand, which is great. But if we aren't thinking about the long term, we can end up working ourselves to death and living an unbalanced life. Running an HVAC business is hard, but we have to try our best to balance it out with everything in our life in order to get where we want to go. Let's go to our resident leadership expert, Mr. Steve Schallenberger, as he shows us how to approach our life and business for health and longevity. Take it away, Steve. Greetings to our friends at EGIA, uh, to you business owners, managers, technicians, sales reps, administrative team. Uh, it is an honor and a pleasure to be with you today. We're talking about becoming your best, high performance, and health and longevity. It's really important to bring all those together in one sentence because it's not just becoming your best, right? That's pretty important. That is a way of thinking. It's a certain way of doing things. But it's all about high performance. That's what becoming your best is. But it's not just about high performance, is it? It is about being able to do it over a long period of time, sustaining that kind of excellence. And so it really comes down to this aspect as we're thinking about that type of sustainability of excellence is talking about three aspects of health and longevity. And this all comes under the principle of living in peace and balance. Uh, I love this principle. This is one of the 12 principles of highly successful leaders. They do a number of things that creates that success. But among that, they're very aware that if they get sick, or if they're injured, or if they die prematurely, uh, then it's all over. They're in tough shape. It takes patience to, you know, you have to have emotional reserves, don't you, to be kind and thoughtful to other people. Well, that's really what this is about. So I'm just going to give three recommendations today of something that hopefully will be of help to you. This is built upon uh, having your personal vision which helps you unleash the potential that you have. It's a way of thinking, right? Uh, but it also presumes that you have your own uh, goals for the year by principles. Now, this kind of really helps your excellence, the way you want to go, take form. What am I going to do? And then when you put on top of that pre-week planning, now you are really focused, okay? So this live in peace and balance really gets into that whole ball of wax. Here are the three, three things I'd like to recommend. One is regularly take, meaning about every quarter, the uh, peace and balance assessment. Uh, now, you'll see that here in the graphics on the, on the screen. Uh, it's essentially on a scale of zero, not being, being terrible, <laughs> frankly, and 10, being out of this world, being really great at it. How are you doing in each key area of your life and the slice of the pie. This is really focusing on your personal role. So it would be uh, uh, fitness, uh, really taking care of your uh, physical fitness and your emotional levels. How are you doing? How about your mental? Uh, how about financial? Uh, how about social? How about spiritual? In other words, you just think about each, uh, uh, each one of these key areas and how are you doing, and then you connect the lines. And what you're looking for is really the balance. 
Just think about, have you ever had a blowout or, or rent over a big rock and you have a bump on your tire or you have a tire that's out of balance? Uh, how does that make you feel when you're driving in that kind of a circumstance? Well, uh, you're uneasy, right? You know it's going to cost you money. You know it's not going to be as good a ride. And you may have a blowout and it could threaten uh, your very life. Uh, and so this is how it is in life. When you're in balance, it gives you a nice ride. You're able to live longer. You have lower stress. There's, there's a whole bunch of things that, that happen. So I like to do this uh, uh, peace and balance assessment. Uh, when I, I said every quarter, I just, in my calendar, uh, my Be Becoming Your Best calendar, or whatever you use, uh, when it comes up three months later, I just open up the page and there's a note page where you can actually just write the circle in, put in the pieces of the pie, and then you can write in which one it is. So physical and emotional, mental, right? Financial, social, uh, spiritual. Uh, and this is the whole idea. And then you just rate them and see how you're doing. Now, the last time I did this, it was fun because uh, I actually took some real time and I said, how am I doing physically, right, and emotionally, but I went deeper than that. Uh, how are my eyes doing? How's my hearing? And I really went through each part of the physical aspect of my life, and is there anything that needs attention? How about my mental? What am I doing to stoke up the mind, right? And I put down a few things I needed to do. Uh, it's been fun to go back and look back on that little assessment for the last two months. Uh, it's due up this coming month, I'm going to have fun. You just write it in. It takes probably five or 10 minutes, not very long. You can do it while you're waiting in the waiting room in a doctor's office. <laughs> so there's a lot of ways that you can do it. That's step one. Regularly check in and just do a little assessment. Now, step two is understanding what a huge impact your mental state has. One of my very favorite quotes is by Ralph Waldo Emerson. It goes like this, sow a thought and you reap an action. Sow an act and you reap a habit. Sow a habit and you reap a character, right? And sow a character and you reap a destiny. So where does it all start? <laughs> yeah, it starts with the kind of thoughts we're having. And if we have big, positive, wonderful thoughts, guess what you're going to get out? You're going to get big, positive outcomes. And so this is what we want to think about. Uh, and there's a few things that you can do to help you do that. Uh, one is never sell yourself short. Say, what am I capable, capable of? And then you just say, I will have a habit of thinking positive thoughts. Sometimes, sometimes we can get down. Sometimes things happen where we don't feel the type of energy we wanted to, but our bodies are very obedient. So the second thing I'm talking about is how to have this kind of a positive frame of mind. The fact is, is that sales reps, optimistic sales reps, are 56% more successful than their pessimistic counterparts. And there's all kinds of research. I might add, when you have a positive mindset, of how you have a healthier cardiovascular system, you have less stress, less stroke. Uh, I think the statistic is 52% less chance of dying from, no, it's more than that, 56% less chance of dying from infection 
with a positive frame of mind. So that's a big number. So what are some things that you can do? Well, one of the things that you can do is have a positive self-affirmation. An affirmation is just a written statement. I might add, frequently, those will be right in your personal vision. So, I am fit and healthy, and I get great rest. Uh, I handle challenges with grace and uh, patience, and then I attack them. (laughs) And I look for options, options, options. See, these are affirmations. Let me give a couple of examples. Uh, This day will be a great day, right? That's a positive affirmation. It's something you write down, you look at regularly. So what kind of day will it be? Doesn't mean everything is going to go peachy keen. (laughs) It just means that, listen, it's going to be a great day and I'm going to work hard to make it that way. Uh, So this is the example of an affirmation. Uh, One of our associates walks into the office and many days, I know this is on his mind, he says, everything's working in our favor. Well, I love it. That's the way it goes. And he's working to make that a reality. Okay, now, self-affirmation. Another is self-talk. This is big time because what we find in science uh, confirms this is our bodies are very obedient. And if we can learn how to use this uh, to our advantage, it helps us when we're talking about these kinds of things. So positive self-talk can change our emotions. Here's how it works. When you say something over and over and over, if it's positive, it releases endorphins within your mind. It's a chemical and it changes your mood. And so here is a good example of this. One of my first companies was uh, Eagle Marketing Corporation, and we had uh, a large number of sales reps, and we'd hold a one-week training session, and we would te- we knew they were going to be assigned all over the United States to different areas, and it, might, it would get discouraging because it was door-to-door sales for this particular division. And so we would teach them the, this statement, I feel healthy, I feel happy, I feel terrific. And they would say it 10 times and 20 times until their mood changed. Uh, And when I say your body is obedient, (laughs) it exactly is. Look, raise your right hand, right? Try it right now. Raise your right hand. Look, your body just did. Raise your left hand. Raise both hands. Your body is doing what I'm telling it. That's how obedient it is. (laughs) Well, no, it'll do exactly that. And the same is true When we verbalize things, it is a physical thing. It will say it, and then chemistry, the endorphins released, changes your your moods. I love it. In our seminars, I actually have us stand up and say that together three times, and you can feel physically the change in the energy. Uh, Okay, these are just a few things you can do to train yourself, to discipline yourself, to have a positive frame of reference. I've got to tell you, just think of it this way that every second that you are cross or upset or angry is one, every minute you're upset, cross, or angry, it is one minute, 60 seconds, where you can't do something really good because you're obsessed with these other things. So just think of that, one minute wasted. If I permit myself any time to do that, it is of no good. And so we think of the positive Uh, aspect of it, and now we go to work on it. We can see how that works. Uh, This is leadership all the way. So 
A lot of things happen, right? Let's let's be serious. Things happen, and sometimes people will run into us. That happened to me uh, March of this year. That wasn't fun. Uh, and yet, uh, what do I need to do? What happens if I waste time being frustra- frustrated, upset at the person uh, because they failed to yield, because they went through a stop sign? How does that help? Not a bit. So I'm, this next thing I'm going to suggest is helpful for this. You can say when anything happens, what a blessing. And then think of a reason why it is so. Well, and in this case with the accident, what a blessing. First of all, it's made me a lot more aware myself as a driver to be more observant, to look around, uh, because one of my horrors that I worry about is I'll miss a sign. So I'm trying to be a lot more vigilant. The other is I'm looking out for the other person that might violate some of the traffic rules. Uh, here's another what a blessing. So that's one of the blessings. It's helped me be, I think, a better driver. Another thing is I am so grateful to be alive. I am grateful I walked away from that accident. And uh, so I count my blessings every single day. Now, that's what a blessing it is. So now I move on, and there's so many other important things to do in life. Well, and then I do surround myself with music. We, we, we talk positive music. When we say positive self-talk, also really great music that pumps you up. That's okay. Nothing wrong with it because once the endorphins are, are released, uh, uh, then you're already back on the right track. That's the second thing I wanted to suggest. And the third thing is I had uh, in 2018 some really great experiences with four world-class doctors. One is a reconnect with Dr. Russell Jaffe, who talks about the parasympathetic system and the sympathetic system. These are two parts of our nervous system. And the parasympathetic system is the rest and digest and healing nervous part of our system, parasympathetic. The sympathetic is the fight and flight. It is what gives us the capacity to get things done. Now, if we spend too much time over here, we're gonna have a nervous breakdown. Uh, We'll lose our health. And so we need to have a, a healthy balance between the two. And there are certain things that you can do that nurtures the parasympathetic system, so that it strengthens the sympathetic system. One of those is good sleep. You got to have adequate sleep. And another that Dr. Jaffe talked about, the first of these four I'm going to talk about today, is regular meditation. Uh, These are things that strengthen the parasympathetic system. And there's a simple meditation. Just push back from the chair, close your eyes, take some deep breaths, you know, get at peace. And then in a couple of minutes, you open your eyes and really you're refreshed. Another one is a much deeper type of uh, meditation. And that's where you can actually go to, uh, to a place, a safe, positive, happy place. And three rooms are there is what Dr. Jaffe taught. The inner healer, the inner counselor, and the self-awareness room. I have a place I go. I go through the woods. There's ferns there. It's beautiful. Air is fresh. Go up into the meadow, see all those colorful flowers, walk up the hill. This side, there's miles of ocean coast. Oh my goodness, it's amazing. I look back here, big giant mountains, and it's completely safe and secure. And then I look at my three rooms, and I take one issue into them. I don't multitask. I don't go to all three, just one. 
And if it's the inner healer, you can listen to your body. This, this is meditation. You're just relaxed. And you'll sense things. Or inner counselor, I have a whole room of people that counsel with me. I can take an issue and, and men and women, both. And, and when I leave there, I have greater clarity. I walk back out when I'm done and open my eyes back up. It's great. That's meditation. So those are two tips from Dr. Jaffe. Dr. Mao Zingni. Uh, Dr. Mao is from the Southern Cal area. He is a 38-generation healer. And I'll have uh, like the slides here that will share some of these things. And th these will be some of the things that you'll have as a resource also. Now, 38th-generation healer of Eastern medicine. His dad was, his grandpa was, <laughs> all the way back. He's also a medical doctor trained here in the United States. And uh, we had the opportunity to be together in Puerto Vallarta. We had six other CEOs. We went on a forum retreat. We invited Dr. Mao down to join us. He, took a, he gave each one of us a 100-question assessment on our health where he created an algorithm for each of the questions to forecast, to predict your death date. <laughs> and he came to that, and he brought each one of us a packet. He handed it out. And he said, okay, you're going to die when you're 79. You're going to die when you're 83. And he went right around the circle. I was the 83-year-old. I was shocked because I wanted to live longer than that, right? And he says, now, I'm here to tell you that you can live 10 years longer than whatever that date is. And here are some of the things that you can do. And you'll see these in the slide from each of these as we go through it. Some of the things he recommended were marvelous. One is this. I'll, I'll just state it. It's not on the list. I'll just share it personally. He, he shared it. I wrote down notes for 32 things. I've listed here maybe 12 or 14, something like that. But anyhow, he said, if you have a car that weighs 3,500 pounds, or excuse me, less than 5,000 5, pounds, said, you ought to sell it and get one that weighs more than 5,000 pounds. And so I looked at, I went on the internet right then during the meeting and looked at how many pounds my car weighed. It was an Avalon hybrid, hybrid, which I love that car. That was a cool car. Weighed 3,500 pounds. And so one of the things I put in my to-do list, go home, sell my car, and get a heavier car. And that's exactly what I did. And so when I got hit, um, you don't have to be the loser just because of mass, <laughs> right? The size of your car. Well, my car was like a rock when I got hit. It's still the repair job. Get this was $38,000. I mean, uh, that's how much damage was done. Uh, pretty amazing. So, but I walked away. The car did its job. This is what Dr. Mao was talking about. Here's something else he said. He said, uh, uh, between your dinner and your breakfast, uh, fast between 12 to 14 hours. Give your body a chance to renew, to regenerate. Uh, he talked about regular exercise and a healthy diet. Uh, he did a great job. I love that. He said, also be very aware of some of the key stats that you have your body fat, and it ought to be below a certain amount, which 25, 26%. Uh, and so there we go. That's Dr. Mao. You'll see some of those things. Number three was Dr. Oz, the television MD celebrity. <laughs> I met him in Park City. And we had a great chance to visit. He said, listen, every single house or building you're in has chemicals in it. And they're toxic. And they're not good for you. So air out your home. 
and air out your office on a regular basis. Great thinking, right? Uh, because if you think about it, it's in the carpets, in the couch. It's If you do dry cleaning, they use chemicals. It's in the soaps you use for cleaning. So great idea. He had a couple of other really good thoughts. He said, love your diet. He's really saying love the food you eat. Have a healthy diet, but love the food so it's sustainable. I would add to that, love your exercise. Now, you got to enjoy what you do, right? Here's something else that was really profound for me that Dr. Oz said. He said, uh, your heart needs to have a reason to keep beating. Isn't that wonderful? Love, relationships, a purpose. Okay, well, these are good thoughts, aren't they? Uh, collectively, now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to summarize all these into one. But I think the background may be helpful to you as we're thinking about this high performance, longevity, and well-being, health, right? Now, here's the last one, Dr. Fotuhi. Uh, I met him in Singapore, and when I met him, he actually had a brain with him. And on the outside, he went through the wavy part. He says, this is the cortex. Uh, Dr. Fotuhi, by the way, has spent his whole life uh, on neuroscience, studying the brain uh, and the impact it has on our health and longevity. It was fascinating. He said, so there's the cortex. He said, but the real key one is this little hippocampus that looks like a, a, um, a seahorse. That looks like that. And he said, here's the deal. He said, the larger your hippocampus, it's the doorway to the brain. Uh, it is the doorway that, to health in your brain. Uh, it's where the knowledge passes through, gets to the cortex. He said, the larger it is, healthier brain. Smaller it is, less healthy, less longevity, shorter the life. He said, now I've got good news and bad news. He said, which one do you want first? And uh, we said, all right, we'll take bad news. <laughs> and he says, the bad news is this. He said, once you turn 50, your hippocampus will shrink uh, uh, 5% a year. And woo, we thought, okay, that seems like a lot. That's scary. He said, and if you, are, if you suffer from obesity, diabetes, high stress, he said, it can shrink 10 to 20% a year. So you can see how people, when they get to a certain age, and you can see this all over in our pop, excuse me, population, is once that starts shrinking, our health declines. We're more at risk. On the other hand, he says, here's good news. He said, the good news is we have found, and he's proven this through brain scans, that the brain, by doing certain things, can grow each year. So, for example, he said, if you stay fit, if you will exercise one mile three times a week, he said, your hippocampus will grow 23%. Woo! Oh, man, that's big. And my thinking is, unless you're really injured or just don't have the capacity, the vast majority of us probably can do one mile three times a week, right? That's doable is what I'm saying. Here's something else he said. If you'll learn something new, learn a new language, learn how to golf, he said your hippocampus will grow 21%. So he then gave us a whole list of things, six, seven things you could do to grow your hippocampus. They're listed here, and you, you have the chance to see those. So I came up with a summary sheet, which uh, is not only here in the slides, but we're happy to send this to you. Just write to me at becomingyourbest.com. Uh, well, it's support, 
at becomingyourbest.com. Okay, support at becomingyourbest.com. And we'll get that email and we'll send you this summary sheet. Uh, And essentially, it says it has the best ideas from each of these four doctors. I add a few. But here are the six things that you can do to have greater health, longevity, and defy aging. Ready? Number one is have regular exercise. Regular exercise. Uh, Number two, have a healthy diet. Number three is to get adequate rest. Then reduce your stress. Number four is to learn something new. Regularly learn new things. That just stokes up the mind. Number five is to meditate. And number six is to have a purpose. (laughs) These are powerful. I got to thinking after visiting with these wonderful men and creating the summary that if you are working on living, becoming your best, these wonderful 12 principles of highly successful leaders, if you're doing pre-week planning using a planner where each weekend you just take a few minutes and think about what matters most by each role, what are my most important actions, you're going to be doing these things. And guess what the result is? Greater health, greater happiness, greater longevity, sustainability of excellence. You're going to be doing the things that matters most. It has been a delight being able to be with you today. We wish you the very best as every single day you're touching lives for good. And uh, we want you to be happy. You're the, you're really the main player in this whole thing. And I salute you. We salute you. Thank you, EGIA, for this opportunity and wishing you a safe, productive, happy day. Awesome content right there for Mr. Steve Schallenberger. Now, if you aren't a member and you'd like to get some more free content, just sign up for a free trial by clicking the join button up above. We have much more leadership content as well as the other major areas of focus to get your business to the 20% Profit Club. That's our show for this week, folks. We'll see you soon. Until then, bye-bye for now.